listening to episode 95 of CCP, the Caleb and Kathy podcast, also known as Couples Counseling Project. All right, this week we watched The One I Love, which you can find on Netflix. Um, It came out in 2014. It was directed by Charlie McDowell, uh, distributed by Radius TWC, and made over $500,000 at the box office. The screenplay was written by Justin Later. It debuted at Sundance. The runtime was 91 minutes, and we watched the movie on Netflix. The setting was in Ojai, California, in a house that was surrounded by beautiful mountains and nature. The movie starred Mark Duplass, who played Ethan, Elizabeth Moss, who played Sophie, and there was a guest appearance by Ted Danson, who played a therapist. Do you want to give your synopsis? Um, sure. So, Ethan and Sophie are in couples counseling, as uh, Cassie's CCP alluded to, and they're kind of at their wits end I guess since they're given this thing by the therapist uh, to go to this like not even really a couple's retreat because it's just them right at this house in the woods and try to like find each other I guess you know why they fell in love or something yeah and then they get there and Weird things start happening. Okay. Alright, so... Kind of like you said. I mean, it starts out in their couples therapy and then they drive to the retreat. Um, They're kind of overcome with how beautiful the area is and they do some exploring inside the house and in the yard around there. Um... I believe it was Ethan who discovered that the house had a guest house. And correct me if I'm wrong, I know we just watched this, but shortly after that they have their dinner. Is the dinner what happens next? You said only to correct you if you're wrong. Oh, okay, good. I was right. Sometimes even if I just watch something, I'm like, am I telling this right? So they have this really nice dinner um, in the guest house. There, um, there's wine and and they find some weed, or maybe Sophie brings weed. Unclear. And and they have sex. And af- and they throw grapes at each other. And then it's at this point in the movie that I'm like. Oh man, if this movie continues like this, this is just gonna be another bottom feeder. Really? You weren't feeling it then? Yeah, it just felt so generic. Yeah. You disagree or what were your feelings at this point? Um, I think I was enjoying it, but I remember returning to you maybe like 40 minutes in. I will say we never checked the time on this, so like that's a good thing. But it was probably like half an hour, 40 minutes in. And I was like, this is a good movie. 
So it took some time before I felt like that. But yeah, I didn't, I was, I kept waiting for something bad to happen. So I was like, it feels like this is setting up a thriller. You know? I think that's just because the last thing you saw Elizabeth Moss was in was uh, Invisible Man. And that could be. Just her running away from somebody the entire movie, basically. But when there's like only two characters in a movie and it's just the two of them, like you're just waiting for something bad to happen. Uh, maybe, I guess. I don't know. That's that's the sense I was getting. I was like, some, like something's going to jump out at them and kill them. But you're right. Maybe that's just Invisible Man talking. I was talking. getting that vibe. Okay. So after they make love and have their little grape throwing contest, um, Elizabeth Moss's character, Sophie, is like, oh, I'm going to go change. Let's say I agree to spend the night in the guest house. So she goes to the main house and she changes clothes or she's walking up the stairs to go change her clothes. And then she sees Ethan there and he's sleeping on the couch. And she's like, what are you doing here? How did you beat me here? And they have this confusing fight and she basically like, he didn't remember them having sex and she gets mad and she it goes off to bed. And then, okay, you take it from there, because I feel like I'm going to mess something up. Why are you doing that? I, there's a lot of detail. I don't know if we go, need to go that. I guess just for this introduction. Yeah, yeah, to set it up. So uh, she goes off to bed. Okay, and then he goes and wanders over to the guest house, because he was like, what are you talking about? I wasn't over there. Or I didn't have sex with you over there. Yeah. Um, and finds, like, some drinks and stuff, and is a little confused, and falls asleep on the couch and then when he wakes up in the morning Sophie is like lying on his back and being like oh let me make you breakfast and then uh and she makes him bacon offers to make him bacon and then he's like you never want to make me bacon um this is weird so he goes back over and notices also that I can't remember if you mentioned they had a fight yeah over this uh, having sex thing because he's confused so then he goes back over because he's confused of like okay why is she not really mad at me she's not really remembering this fight we had yeah and then finds sophie back in the regular house in the bathroom not wearing the same thing or anything so there's no way she could have like ran over here and changed and then uh starts to get to the bottom of things i think it's at this point i wrote um, is there like a clone couple in the guest house? So pretty good guess on my part. I can't verify. I didn't put a timestamp on that, but yeah, it had to be around this time. I said multiple Ethan's question mark. <laughs> <laughs> they multiplied exploration point. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, uh, Ethan is then trying to explain to Sophie what's going on. Like, it seems like there's like, are clones in the guest house or something mm-hmm. and is able to explain it to her by you know, going outside and then having her go in and immediately see him inside wearing different clothes and working out and stuff so it doesn't make any sense and not wearing glasses and not wearing glasses um i'll say at, at this point and like around this time as I, I was loving ethan's logic how he's uh 
tackling this like a person who's sane and not like a person in movies typically mm. i feel like you know like horror movies like the characters always make dumb decisions like who would do this like why don't you just run away type of thing yeah like, he was being like logical and like parsing it out like oh let's experiment like you go in now come yeah, out and i'll yeah. go in and come out um so yeah going forward to uh keep the character straight uh we will call real Ethan Ethan, real Sophie Sophie, and then fake Sophie Fofi and fake Ethan Ethan. <laughs> what? That sounds like a I Dr. Seuss them, or something. I was calling them in my notes Ethan 2.0 and Sophie 2.0. Fake but Ethan Fofen, Fofu Fofu Fofen. Fifen Fifofana. Fifen and Fofi. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Well, we should mention, though, that Sophie, so before they do their little experiment, they go off to some diner and have breakfast, whatever, Mm -hmm. and they decide, well, Sophie suggests that they stay there, and, because Ethan, like, wants to get the heck out of there, and she's like, no, we should stay, like, this would be good for our relationship. Yeah, which at this point, I'm like, what the heck's wrong with Sophie? Yeah. Why why is she, like... It's no, because she got weird. laid. She she just had sex. But even then, like, you know that that's, like, a clone of your husband or something? Why would you want to? She's not convinced, I don't think. What does she think's going on? I don't know. But she's like, whatever is twin happening. Brother. Whatever is happening in that, ho- that guest house, I want to duplicate. I want to do that again. Let's go back. I'm serious. That's probably what she's thinking. So then, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I can't explain what her logic is there. I think she's thinking that Fifen is, like, saying things she wants to hear and has been wanting to hear from Ethan for so she's long. She's really buying into the therapy. She's like, this is part of it. Yeah. Somehow Ted Danson is orchestrating this. The therapist is played by Ted Danson. <laughs> He's, uh, wearing a very convincing Mark mask. Or, I mean... Dang it, now I'm saying the actor's name. A very convincing <laughs> Ethan mask. Oh, she thinks that the therapist... <laughs> Ethan is the therapist. That would be really... That would be a plot twist that I don't know I'd be that down for. Yeah, at first I thought maybe there was just like... some Something bad in the weed. They were both hallucinating or something. Yeah, well, that, I think that's what one of them thought at first. We were smoking and drinking and... This just happened, you know, we made this all up. But anyway, so then they go back and like you said, they have those little experiments where they go in and... Should we... Okay, we talked about how Fifin is different because he's not wearing glasses. His hair is a little messed up. Beachy, as Sophie calls it. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how Fofi is different? She has pinned up hair. Yes. And... I feel like she dresses a little bit more seductively than Sophie does. Yeah. Yeah. She's like dressing like a 50s housewife or something. Yeah. or something. Yeah. So it seems like throughout kind of, as we mentioned, Sophie's really into it and like, oh, we should, we'll divvy up time. Yeah. They both agree. Yeah. Um, so, because when they try to both go in at once, neither of them show up. 
Right. It's like only if one of them goes in. And then when one of them does go in, the other one can't get in. Yeah. Right? And the door is like locked. Well, and also, Ethan finds out that Fofi can't leave. Because he's like, want to go on a walk with me? Right. And she's like, I'm just going to stay here. And he's like... Yeah, so they split up the time and Sophie's using that to like... I guess on one side of the coin, you could argue trying to like find out what went wrong with the relationship because it yeah. seems like Fifa knows everything. Like, yeah. he basically, is him like knows all of his memories and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or you could argue she's just, as you were saying earlier, just trying to get that D, I believe is the word you said. I said she got laid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know you didn't say that. Um, I would never say that. Yeah. That's why it was funny. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, see it like that. And then it seems like Ethan is really trying to figure out how are how yeah. are these people here? This yeah, makes yeah. No he sense. doesn't really care about this, like, alternate ver- version of Sophie. He is just right. more interested in, like, how is this happening? Yeah, how is this possible? Mm-hmm. And I wrote this, and I'm basically just reading it because I want to brag about my uh, big words. <laughs> Okay. I said, Kathy will probably disagree, but I love Ethan's fastidiousness towards this. Whoa. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like, focused. Like, attention to detail and accuracy. Why will I disagree? Oh, I, I thought you were... It seemed like, at the point that I had written this, you weren't really liking Ethan. Like, he was being kind of creepy... This is the point where Ethan takes his phone in and is trying to record. So it's unclear. Uh, it seems like he was going to record it and then show it to either the therapist and be like, what's going on? Or show it to Sophie and be like, look how she's talking and stuff. You know what? I I think we viewed this differently, which is usually how that goes. I viewed it as like he was kind of jealous of the other Ethan and wanted to prove that like, she was being more honest with the other Ethan or something. I think that did come later, but at this point, I'm thinking he's just really concerned. Like, are these people... I guess they did talk about they don't think they're a danger, really. Mm-hmm. But it's just really fascinated and, like, how is this possible? <laughs> Which, fair. Yeah. But go ahead. You're, you're but maybe on. it's like... I this is going to come out like gendery gender stereotype like sophie wants to talk about her feelings and ethan just wants to like figure things out he's very like preoccupied and set on on the plan how how is this gender stereotype i don't know (laughs) women like to talk men like plan <laughs> to plan i don't it worked more with sophie than it did with ethan <laughs> you know men they never fly off the handle they're always very <laughs> considerate of their actions I don't that know. old stereotype <laughs> i just think ethan maybe he wasn't always like i get the feeling that like judging from their limited therapy time that we saw that he used to be more spontaneous, and now he's a little on the rigid side. Yeah, they do tell a story in the beginning about how he, they, the happiest day they mm-hmm. had together, whatever, is when they went like skinny dipping at some stranger's house, and then yeah. he came out and caught them, and they ran away. Yeah. So he tried to recreate it for one of their anniversaries. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a weird thing to do. Yeah. But, uh, 
But he, I guess someone was felt. trying. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then we do find out later. My next note is a plot twist. Yeah. Uh, Say it. I didn't know if you had anything else you wanted to add in between there. Are we good to go with that? Uh, also, spoilers. I think we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're spoiling spo- this it's movie. It's one of those type of movies, you know, like the psychological Thrillers. thriller types of movies. Yeah. Like, you have to talk about all of the plot, because that's, yeah. you know. That's what there is to talk about. Yeah. So you're fine with me going yeah, into yeah. it now? Okay. So, oh, and just a note at this point, I guess, is you really have to be paying attention to this movie. Like, watching the screen, because behind the curtain here, sometimes, like, when we're watching the movies, I'll get up and, you know, make dinner or mm-hmm. lunch in this case, and I'm just kind of listening in the background and maybe have you, like, ask you some questions to explain what's going on. This, since there are two of each of them, <laughs> um, you really need to be seeing and pick yeah, up on the visual cues, like you said, of... Ethan wearing glasses and Fifan having more beachy hair mm-hmm. or Sophie uh, not I mean, looking as dressed up, I guess. And Fofie having the pinned up hair. Fofie had the pinned up hair. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, that being said, uh, the plot twist is Sophie is talking to Fifan mm-hmm. and asks, like, why did you cheat on me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we find out, oh... Ethan's not such a goody two shoes. This is why. Yeah, that definitely was a twist. It was not because yeah, didn't that wasn't. I thought I guess they were just going through normal rough patches, and she Mm -hmm. was just maybe kind of losing interest in him. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was didn't see it coming. Mm -mm, Not at all. And the weird thing is, is they didn't talk about that as Ethan and Sophie. It was like the thing that they weren't talking about. Right, and that's kind of. Like I was saying earlier, I guess kind of what it seemed like what Sophie wanted. She wanted to like talk things out where yeah. where Ethan just kind of wanted to, you know. Live in the past. Live in the past. Go create these things that we used to do. Mm-hmm. Call each other the B word because it's funny for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Um. So, yeah, we find out that Ethan cheated on Sophie. And Ethan 2.0 slash Fifan gives this, like, gives his reasoning. And and then they make out, basically. <laughs> um, but shortly after that, Ethan's fears of Fifan heighten. Well, not fears, sorry, but, like, his suspicion about this whole thing. Right. What is mo- What are the motives of these other people? Yeah. It seems like Fifan is trying to steal Ethan's identity. Like, he's calling his relative, uh, Ethan's relatives and asking personal questions and... What but, street did you grow up on? Yeah. Kid? What's your go-to uh, question? Maybe we shouldn't talk about that. Yeah. What's What's your favorite one of those that you see and you're like, what? Favorite security question. Sorry if I didn't make that clear. Like if you Um, forget your password and then ask you a security question. I mean, I feel like it asks. I feel like I usually go with the ones that don't know the answer to. That aren't like opinionated, you know. 
mm-hmm. like street you grew up on or pets first name pets first name i kind of go different ways because it's like is my first pet the one that was first mine or is like first family pet mm-hmm. or you know one, favorite book it's like that changes. I don't I know. know. I'm not using that. Yeah. I feel like sometimes I do pick the, like, opinion ones and then I get it wrong. Yeah, your opinion changes every time. You're like, <laughs> well, like... let me think back to when I answered this question. <laughs> At the time. Anyways, yeah. So, FIFA's doing that and Ethan's getting very concerned now. Like, wait, why does... Yeah. It, that's, that's kind of another plot twist or at least, like, another suspicion. Hmm. Like, it gets a little bit more shady. Should we then jump to the next kind of thing? Or did you have something in the middle of I that? don't really have many notes left, so whatever you want to talk about now. I think we need to talk about something that happens that is like, whoa. Okay, here we go. They, like, meet the couple. They meet Fifi and Fofi in the main house yeah. together, all four of them. And it's like Fofi and Fifi are a couple in real right. life. Like, what? Were you expecting that? To, them to ever leave? I don't know. I yeah. didn't think they were real. Right? I thought they were just like a thing. It's still unclear. We we can get into that whenever you want to. Of like theory theories maybe. Okay, yeah, at the end. Okay, you want me to the end? Yeah. Just okay. remind I'll write that down. Go ahead. Okay. Um yeah, and then I, I began to like not like the movie as much because I was like, Oh, this isn't what I the direction I wanted it to go, which is, you know, typical me. Like I had, you know, like this whole whole thinking and it messed with my version of the story in my mind so i'm like you "You don't like to be tricked i don't no deception please (laughs) so then they're like playing poker with this couple and fifin ends up being kind of a jerk like up until that point i kind of liked him yeah you see it's it seemed like up until that point that fifin and fofi are supposed to be like the idyllic version. Yeah, the better versions of themselves. Yeah, like, yeah. this is what you could be. Yeah. If you put in the work. But I think more so Fifin than Fofi. Because Fofi felt like, like you were saying, like the 50s housewife. Is yeah. that really what every guy wants? What, was it real? Was it more of, yeah, what their imagination is like telling them they want that person mm-hmm. to be? Even though that might not in reality yeah. be what you actually want. But that Fifin did seem like... That's what Sophie wanted him to be like. So, like, they nailed him. But I don't know if they nailed Fofi. Nobody nailed Fofi. Am I right? Nobody nailed Fofi. That's why she was so angry. (laughs) (laughs) Could you not? Or, I'm not... Or, I'm kidding. I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) Is she kidding or not? Uh... Yeah, there's like this very tense scene between Fofi and Sophie where they're like, at first I was like, are they gonna like make out? But I don't know why you kept saying that. <laughs> I was never 
in my mind like yeah they were like kind of into each other they were complimenting but then it's like oh no that's the girl compliment that's not actually a compliment <laughs> never mind um, more gender stereotypes yeah not from me because when i give compliments to women i really mean them i wouldn't give a compliment because i'm trying to be lift mean. your sisters up am i right yeah so you're wearing your fourth time sister shirt yes i am <laughs> okay so you're gonna need to tell more about the end because it gets a little confusing what do you mean can you explain like how they try to like escape and stuff I didn't know how much of that we wanted to get in. I guess we did have our theories at the end. It's not crucial. Well, the theories kind of goes into that, I guess, right? Okay. Okay, screw it, you know. (laughs) Um, We've come this far. We really have, excuse me. So, so, Fofi kind of lays it all out on the table to Ethan. Like, only two people. Hold on. Before that, Ethan, I think this is kind of important. Ethan finds, like clips from like all these couples that have gone to this retreat you don't think that's important that goes into the theories i think okay is that okay that's fine so So, fofi lays it out to ethan like only two people can leave the house like the compound whatever you want to call it um and ethan i'm sorry and feeson has fallen in love with sophie and that's not supposed to happen yeah you guys are supposed to break up and stay here. Like, wait, what? <laughs> so then that raises the question of like, and I guess this is getting into theories. So does like... The other couple become the... Right? Do they like morph their appearance or something? Are these people alien? Like, I don't this makes know. no sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Anyways, so she could... She's she could like, have just been saying that to try to get out. True. Yeah. She was lying. Get out. Come back to that. <laughs> um, so, I come up with a plan because Fofi's like, I don't care if I'm trapped here with Feeson. I love him and I want him to stay. Yeah. So, they try to, like, trick him to get him yeah. uh, to stay, Feeson to stay with Fofi. But then he kind of figures it out and starts to run away, run into, like, some invisible barrier around yeah. the premises and then like, uh Eason passes out picks one of the sophies yeah and we're not sure who. and drives off yeah and then they try to find the therapist and can't fade to black fade back up cut to weeks later at this point we don't know yeah and they're then, in bed yeah and then she goes to make breakfast and it's she, bacon. she says she's gonna make him bacon so then it leads you to believe is it sophie or is it Fofi? Right. So what but do you, do you think? But do you think... One second. I just had a, like, connection. When they're playing poker, they're talking about, like, their tells and stuff. Right. Fifa was talking about it. Well, she's shrugging her shoulders. But another thing was, like, her little, like, lip would go up or something. And she did that when Ethan was looking at both girls to try to figure out who she was. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was Fofi trying to. Convince. I know. Okay, I don't think it's Sophie. I think it's Fofi. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I mean, that's what it would. That would be the obvious choice because, like, oh, the bacon, of course, it's Fofi. But maybe it's just she's grown. She's like, 
I love you, and I'm willing to make you bacon. <laughs> yeah, no, it's never explained why she is so opposed to bacon. Yeah. Is she Jewish? Is she a vegetarian? Does she just not like the smell of it? Does she just not want to be a 50s housewife and make her husband breakfast? These are all questions that are not answered. It's a mystery. Yeah. Um, other theories... Since we're there, we went through the entire plot of the movie, so we're at, we're at theory time. Yes, theory time. Are they robots? Are they aliens? Are they? I don't think they're real people. So how do you explain it? They're clones. They're clones. Yeah. So what was Fofi talking about when she's like, two of you, we were supposed to leave and you guys stay. Were they just going to like replace them in the real world? And then so their friends just think they're happy. And then this therapist gets more referrals. Yes. <laughs> then what does he do solved with, it. What does he do with the real people? Just murder them? I don't know. Because at the end, they go back to try to like yell the therapist and he's gone except for the piano. So another mystery. He knows he's in trouble. So many unanswered questions. Maybe the other couples didn't find out, but they did. Yeah, that is an op. Yeah, because he wasn't like picking up. You can talk about your uh, the little recordings he found now if you want. Oh yeah, Um, Ethan found recordings on a computer of like all these other couples in. And I didn't know if it was like their therapy sessions or. Or if they were, like, training them to, like, act like... Like, they are training the clones to act like them. Because when they listen to the ones from Ethan and Sophie, it's just them saying, like, I'm Ethan, I'm Sophie. And it's, like, morphing into their voices. Yeah. Or I'm Ethan, I'm Ethan, I'm Ethan. Yeah. But Ethan definitely figures it out. And I feel like the other couples didn't. I'm going to stick with that. I think that's my theory. He cracked the case while the other ones were just so focused so, on fixing their relationship. So what happened? Or getting laid by clones. So you think the other people, like the clones, went out into the real world? Yeah. Wild. Wild. Yeah, I, I believe that. And yeah, maybe nobody else, like, figured it out thinker. somehow. It's a thinker. Not a thinky. Correct. All right. Do you want to move into final thoughts? Sure. So, all in all, I really like this movie. It was way different than I thought it was gonna be. I but thought it okay was gonna that? actually be weirder than it was. Than it was. Really. Yeah, from the kind of what I saw in the trailer. And I feel stuff. like the trailer. They don't really. I think I only watched kind of like the first the half. first half because it seemed like they were like. Oh my gosh, what, what? They're like trying to be mysterious. So I was like, okay, I don't want to watch anymore in case they do reveal something. Yeah. So maybe they do reveal something. I thought it was going to be like way more quirky. But I feel, than like sci-fi. So I really liked it. I feel like it's one of those kind of like Ex Machina where you think it's going to be one way. Mm. And then it's another way. Ex Machina. Ex Machina. (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> okay, um, and I saved all my random musings for the end. Okay, here we go. Ready? This this relates to my final thoughts. Got these random musings. Here we go. Go. Okay, I love the bookshelves in the house. They're gorgeous and like built in and bookshelf dreams and goals. Also, Elizabeth Moss, if this is accurate, I'm still unsure, but she has beautiful blue eyes. 
I, I haven't seen her in enough things to know if like those are actually like that's actually her eye color, but if it is, stunning. Her voice kind of sounds like Abby Jacobson, and I was really loving that because I love Abby <laughs> Jacobson. So I guess I love Elizabeth Moss. So too. you're telling me you want to watch Mad Men? I'd give it a try. She she's like a main character in it, Peggy. I know she's a main character, and I've watched. It's kind of like The Office. How you like want some first... gender stereotypes? You want yeah. some fifties housewives? Yeah, I don't. Oh, you don't? Okay. I don't. I got maybe like two or three episodes in, and I was like, "This guy's mean." Don Draper. Mm-hmm. He's mean. I liked it. I don't know if it's something I need to rewatch. It took me a couple of tries too, honestly. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. Okay, I, well, I did like it, but yeah. Anyways. I like Elizabeth Moss. I hadn't really seen her in that much. Um, and she's a good actress. And we all know that we love Mark Duplass on this podcast. We all know it. He is... Both Duplasses. Yes. No J. Duplass in this. But double the, double the mark. Double the mark. They know we, we're here for it. For those, uh, all your minor musings. Yeah, thank you for letting me... Oh, no! There was one more! There's one more. Two times they, they like, show these Russian dolls. You mm-hmm. know, the ones that, like, you open it up, and another one, and they open it up. And I didn't know if that was supposed Nesting to be... Nesting dolls, I think, is what they're called. I think they're Russian, though. It might be Russian nesting dolls. Okay, but... Russian nesting dolls. And I think it was actually trying to be, like, symbolic or, like, a metaphor for clones. Like I thought you were going to say for, like, the tiny people inside of us, all the different personalities or something. Mm, no. More like mm, clones. Nah. Okay. Thank you for letting me talk about my minor musings. Sure. What are your final thoughts? Okay. I would say if you like Get Out. Yeah. This is a good movie for you. But it's not scary. Less scary. Um... A little less real in some regards. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Like you was uh, happily surprised by the twist and stuff that happened that mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting. I expected something, like I said, based on the yeah. trailer being a little ambiguous. But uh, yeah, I, I liked that it went in the ways it did. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. So, yeah. All right, we both would recommend this movie, sounds like. We yeah, liked it. Let's see where we rank it. Okay. All right, where are you ranking the one I love? Seven. I had six or seven. Woo! High five! Good job. So, want to do seven? After right. Tully. After Tully. Which was kind of, it's kind of a Tully movie. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, it's kind of similar. Although yeah. that one seems like more clear that it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, she's still, go back to episode whatever that was. <laughs> Probably like 85, it wasn't that long ago. That was a good movie too. Um, to see Kathy's, yeah, I'd say a similar to Tully though. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. More so than Get Out, because Get Out is, I mean, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed Get Out, but that movie was scary. (laughs) This one was not. Right. Okay, so yeah, just behind Tolly, 
and I had a honey boy. Yeah, great. Another, yeah. like, I feel like a kind of little mini pocket there, too, was, like, there was some, like, flashbacky, mm-hmm. like, uh, hallucinations almost in honey boy. Yeah. All right, so that's the new number seven. Let's move on to currently captivating positives. My currently captivating positive this week is Phoebe Bridgers. Just I look back as a person. And I, I mean, honestly, yeah. Um, we love it. I look back and I don't think I had mentioned like how much I've loved her new album this year. Oh. Um, Punisher. Wow. And then also she just like keeps putting out stuff. This woman is so prolific. She put out. Uh, is it a, I wasn't clear. I, the clown thing. Like mm-hmm. saddest clown or something. What? What are you talking about? Not the not Iris. After that, like yesterday, the there copycat was... killer. Yeah. What's yeah. That? So she did like four. I believe it's covers of her own songs that just came out on Punisher, but they're kind of like simplified and broken down, just guitar and vocals, kind of oh. like acoustic. Mm-hmm. I believe. What are you talking about, clown? Uh, 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 copycat. I could be... I could be wrong. I haven't listened to them yet, but um, why do people love doing that? Anyways, this is my sorry. <laughs> I am now letting you talk. Uh, so I really love that album. Look forward to talking more about it when we get to our end of the year rankings of albums. But also, uh, as Kathy briefly alluded to there, uh, when on election day, Phoebe tweeted out that if. Biden beats Trump, she'll do a cover of Iris, and that came out this week with, with Maggie Rogers, who was on my, on All Connects, was on my top ten albums of last year. So yeah, that's a really cool cover. Uh, sorry if you didn't get it, it was only available for one day, but all the money they raised went they to... They raised a lot of money. I think it was like 50000 or so, or it, was it more than that, like 150000 I don't know if it was that. We'll, we'll, we'll double check. They raised a good amount of money. Yeah. I, I think it was. I think they sold like 50,000 copies and raised like 170 something thousand dollars for a fair fight. Uh, Stacey Abrams organization that's raising money for like fair elections in Georgia and stopping voter suppression. Uh, being on sale for only one day and raising that much for a good cause, it's cool. And it's a good cover. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Mine is also music related. So, two albums that have come out in the past few weeks that I've been really enjoying are Chris Stapleton's Starting Over and Bruce Springsteen's Letter to You. I think that they kind of go together a little bit, like in terms of good songwriting and storytelling. Um, but other than that, they're, they're both <laughs> separately... Very good albums, great titular tracks, if you will. Um, yeah, they're just such good musicians. You know, and, I always will. Yeah, I I really enjoyed those albums, and I highly recommend them. Right. And I feel like I'll get more into that, you know, like what you were saying. Yeah. So far, we're getting into that time of year. It's time to start uh, uh, top ten albums of twenty twenty. Exciting. And then I want to throw 2020 like in a wastebasket somewhere. <laughs> well, I as we were talking about that earlier today, I think we're going to release that one as the first episode in 2021. You know, a new start. 
Yeah. It's a starting over, if you will. <laughs> See what I did there? Starting over. All right, we're going to get sued now. First saying, <laughs> starting over. And then I sang it. I don't think you sang it to <laughs> the right uh, like beat. Good. That was intentional. <laughs> intentional. Okay. Um, so you're getting on your currently captivating positives? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's say what we're going to talk about next week. Next week, we are watching the movie Lucky about this old guy on Hulu. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, <laughs> it came out in 2017. Yeah, if you have a hard time. It's a pretty, like, generic title, so yeah. you're Googling it. Put I in. believe it was on Hulu, is that right? Yeah, I just said that. Oh, you did. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and it's starring Harry Dean Stanton, who was like a actor for a long time. He, and this was the last movie he was in. Um, Before he died. Mm-hmm. He oh. was almost. He was 91. So. Wow. Yeah. He was an alien that we recently watched. He was one of the maintenance guys. Oh. 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 Yeah. Oh. Oh. So. Uh, yeah, it looked like it could be dealing with like you know death death and so so a little something different haven't yeah. done a lot of so maybe sort of we'll see how it compares to um what was on with amanda Seyford. last word last word mm-hmm. all yeah. right so that's what we're going to be covering next week it takes out uh socially distance with your loved ones this thanksgiving or just right. don't see them at all and be okay with that wear a mask. We'll be back next Sunday. Bye.